Welcome to the Queen Divas Queens of Fitness podcast. Join your hosts, three-time WBFF world champions and WBFF royalty, Alicia Gowans and Stephanie Ayala McHugh, as we explore all things female health, training, competing, mindset, and living the fitness life every day. Okay, welcome everybody back to the latest edition of Queen Divas podcast with my beautiful co-host, Stephanie L. McHugh and myself. Hello, everyone. Okay, first and foremost, though, Ali, my biggest question is, how are you feeling, woman? <laughs> I know you've started your prep, you started your prep for Atlantic City, and things have yeah. started to look a yeah. little, you know, yeah. not wonky, but just a little, like, different for you. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, how are um, you feeling? So, I guess, recap on prep. As we talked about in my episode, this prep is totally different to anything that Mm -hmm. I have ever done before. I have never had to train more than four days a week, maximum five. I've not ever had to do like aggressive cardio. Um, I've always cruised through on pretty decent calories the whole way. (laughs) This one's so different. (laughs) I have um, had to introduce cardio we had to make an executive decision. Sorry, I have, to, oh. I have to say that. <laughs> let, let me Everyone knows. Cardiovascular fitness is super important. And as, as you know, if you're mm-hmm. looking at general health and optimizing health, cardiovascular fitness should be part of the pillars, right? It's, it should be absolutely it should be, you know, strength, you know, um, agility, flexibility, and also cardiovascular. So, that, you know, I'm not, I'm not negating cardio and I'm not a cardio hater. No, no, I, but we all like are like, dun, dun, dun. Yeah, like when, like when <laughs> you the context of a perfect prep and an ideal prep is where you, you are capable of maintaining a deficit. Yes. But one that's not, you know, dragging your ass around the house type level and where you don't have to be pounding pavements plus doing an hour in the gym on cardio plus an hour on weights, right? That's your ideal prep is when it doesn't look like that. Well, at the moment, mine's fucking about to. (laughs) (laughs) It's about burning more than you're intaking guys. Sorry. At the end of the day, it's still science. It's about energy balance and making sure you're burning more than what you're intaking. Exactly. What are you burning at the moment, Ali? Because I'm very curious what you're Normally in a normal prep, um, it's sort of 350 to 500 cows a day total, right? It's not anything stupid crazy, right? But at the point, I know that's not crazy for a lot of people, but please, people that are listening, understand that she just said 350 to 500 and that's on average. I see these individuals burning 200, 150, 250. I'm like, girl, are you even trying? Like, are you even even getting a little effort? So just- Oh, real yeah. quickly what she just said yeah. about that range because it's and very normally important. to put it in context too like I'm burning that normally through my weight training plus a step count right. only right like it's not it's not a this hectic. is in addition yeah so like at the moment though for me the only reason it looks like it does is because anyone tuning into this that for some reason doesn't know um you know I had seven layers deep cut through my midsection (laughs) only 12 weeks ago um and I literally didn't get the clearance to start training um what I would call moderately again until this week so for everyone listening to this six weeks out she was able to do body weighted body weight 
Yep. And then, and then at about nine weeks post, I, I was able to start loading lightly. Um, so for everyone listening, I've only actually been lifting weights again for four weeks. It's insane. That's, that's pretty freaking insane. So, so I'm okay, like, 10 weeks, weeks out ago, and I've only been yeah, lifting for four weeks. 10 weeks. So that puts you at 14 weeks out from our last episode yeah. that we actually recorded yeah. that you were able to lift, yeah. right? Like lift yeah. and start lifting. And so let's say these four for first four weeks, how is your body feeling? you know what I'm, just- I'm actually feeling fucking incredible at the moment like um I just had this conversation with my team where I said you know I feel like myself this week this week mm. it's like all of a sudden something like dangerous sweet. um my waist has visibly come in so okay to, to to backtrack for a second the reason that this prep looks different too is that we kept my calories really high for breastfeeding for healing all of the things that had to happen so I didn't actually start a cut until literally like two weeks ago on food right and then yeah. I've literally taken like a dive cut so a little bit more of an aggressive cut as of Tuesday right so now I'm actually, actually freaking hungry. And Steph, if you're sitting <laughs> by me right now and smelling as good as you usually do, I'd probably try to bite your arm. Like it's actual hunger, right? So I'm, oh, I'm yeah. in the depths of it again. And it always, I find, takes me about a week to calibrate to a drop and feel like I'm not ready to fucking eat anything that stands still beside me long mm. enough um but so I'm in that moment yeah. still now where I'm like oh my god <laughs> I'm like thinking about food I'm salivating over a picture of food I don't even need to smell it like it's literally yeah. at that point but in the next sure I'll be so fine. many relate with you right now Allie right like yeah. I'm sure yeah. so many of the listeners are like girl I'm with you I'll eat that yeah hundred percent like freaking drowning it's on good. those freaking <laughs> I think it's good for people to hear that, you know, someone even at my level and having done it for you know Christ 12 years now I still get that it's it's normal it's a normal oh. human reaction normal human function it's all of the signals that are going you're hungry through. let's just put just, it that way y'all you're hungry it is, right she's so, eat everything and anything exactly. that's, in front of her. <laughs> that's happening at the moment this week so we've had the drop in calories i'm actually going to go and do my check-in as soon as i finish recording this so i'll know exactly how much more i've progressed but up until this point so there'll be more coming but up until this point i had dropped 20 mil 20 mils in my calipers i had dropped um I think it was three, two, three kilos in total from when I postpartum to, you know, my last check. It should be like four to six pounds for my, you know, American. Yeah. And that's, and what I mean by that is that's, um, that's, that's a loss from my pre-pregnancy weight, right? So that, yes. that's where we've gotten She's to. She's already, so, this is the whole progress rate. Yeah, it's not like yeah. she did that in a week because I think sometimes they're like, wait, why did I lose six pounds in a week? Yeah, I'm like, no, right. excuse me, yeah, but it doesn't yeah, happen yeah. in a week. But what she's been able to do in these last few weeks has been between four to six pound average. So yeah. that just gives you uh, a little insight of where yeah. Allie's is and where and it's normally at. I would be looking at um a half a kilo max a week yeah and I would normally be dropping from 20 weeks out and I normally don't have as much to lose as what I've had to lose in six weeks less time frame with the no oh, ability to load probably until like now different story so this time it's a totally yeah. different story so this is like 
the most challenging prep I've ever done in my life, but I'm kind of like, I'm, I'm digging it. Because it's exciting, it's like, right? It's, it's kind of, a, it's, it's an unknown territory for us. It's really pushing me. Where you're going to thrive. And this is where I was thriving last, you know, obviously yeah. my last practice. The fact that you don't know what's to come. No. Oh my God. What is going to And really you know, happen. you have these moments where you're like, holy shit. What the, fuck, what so, the fuck's going to happen? So yeah. When am I going to look like that? And that normally, oh. I look like that at normally like 16 weeks out. I'm not even yeah. looking like that at 10 weeks out. But Ali, this when is am good, I going to look like that? Touch real quick because everyone always compares their preps or current preps to their previous to their preps. previous, and you well, can't. talk about that. Yeah, I have you raised this not. before. I have raised right. like, yeah. We, we not compare this prep that's a, a post-pregnancy prep for you or my situation of uh, injury prep, right? Yeah. Like, and you've had to deal with those before. So we, we, we don't have the same story to write for this year. And this year, it's a completely different story we're writing, a different narrative. We're a completely different person approaching the preps. Yeah. And what you're saying right now is so awesome to hear because yes. I can see the excitement in your face as an and actual competitor. And I can only imagine as a coach how much that's making you better because that's yeah, how look, I am be such a good coach this year because of the shit that yeah, I had to go yeah, through. <laughs> yeah. And and I think what's also really cool. Hang on a second. Oh no. Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Okay, just hang on a second. We're gonna have to get whoever's editing this to get to this point and then edit. Can you just run upstairs and see if Christos is actually on a Zoom at the same time? Because it's telling me that's logged me out of this. Oh shit. Yeah. So I just want to make sure that this still, actually it still shows me on my end your recording. And, uh, okay, good. I just want to make doubly sure because I don't Yeah, want yeah, to no, 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 no. I got you. So just, <laughs> we don't want another like, recap. No! Yeah, yeah, I got you. No! So if we were at minute, what can we like note it for the time? I don't know, but we'll just tell Christos that there's this big chunk. So like only about five minutes or so. We started with, it's within the first 15 minutes. Within the first 15 minutes, yeah. Yeah, within the first 15 minutes. Okay, we'll, we'll wait. wait. We'll just keep talking as if we are, because hopefully, fingers crossed, there's no issues with it. Okay. So the reason that this prep looks so different is because what we just talked about, right? Those variables where I'm not comparing it to previous prep, but when you do look at the timeline on a previous prep, the reason I don't have cardio and the reason I cruise through on higher calories is because I maintain a less body fat level to start right. with, right? So I'm not pushing shit uphill essentially. So this prep though, out of my control, the level of shit I'm pushing uphill, unfortunately, post baby and post C section, there's a lot of it. Reason. Um, you were I'm pushing a baby woman. Grinding. So my my one of my very best friends, he's like a brother to me. Um, and he's actually a very experienced practitioner and and sports um nutritionist. Anyway, we were having a chat at dinner when he came over the other night, and I'm like, bro this is where I'm at. These are my stats. This is what I've got to go. This is the timeline we've got to go in. I said, I'm going to actually do this cut. This is what I'm, you know, calculating out. I wouldn't mind you running your eye over it. Anyway, he calculates it out. We, yeah. we, we actually got the same, the second like, opinion. within like yeah. 20 cows of each other. Right. And he looks at me and he yeah. goes, Oh, sis, you're fucking good. Right. <laughs> Nobody goes, this is going to be fucked. I've said this on the last episode, but you guys, I get goosebumps. Like I honestly, so this is like, 
not what we would do with a client. And I went, hell no. I said, no client. No, but you're a different breed. You're a complete different animal. And that's why I say I get chills. I get chills because I only know what this woman's capable of doing. So I know what she's going to bring to the table is going to be fucking. I hope so. I'm I'm fucking. No, no. And I know that's that pressure. Okay. Going into pressure because I think that this has a lot to do with this cloud, right? Like that we build over our day-to-day life. Maybe it's social media. Maybe it's. So let's actually, let's actually segue on this because, okay. Before I go into it, um, the difference between this prep and last prep is where I talk about this average being 350 to 500 cows in a day. My hole this time, I need to be in a hole of a 650 gap. <laughs> okay, guys, listen. This is so for can I reach that's the tough. deadline? Yes. Is that's it going tough. to be hard? Unbelievably so. Because oh, that shit's tough. I'm juggling yeah. home life baby, newborn, work, multiple teams and shows. Plus I've got to have the time. It's it's not that I can't do it. It's just, it's time. It's just scheduling the time that it takes to burn that amount into my day. So that's what I've been trying to do. I've been working over the last 24 hours at scheduling, looking at where, looking, calculating out what I'm doing. So we're doing the cycle class twice a week, 300, 350 cal burn in that alone. I've increased my step count beyond what I would normally be doing at this point purely because that's going to give me the burn. I've introduced a, which I've never done, post-weights cardio at the end of my weights, and that's it. That's all I'm doing. So I'm not in the gym twice. I'm not doing hours still. I'm being very fucking effective, and I'm making really effective strategic choices about how I'm structuring my cardio so that the burn rate's up, so that I get the calorie burn. So it's more about the total calories burn than it is time spent. So I think that's really valuable to say, right? Um, but what I will go into is if I was concerned in any way, shape or form about my timeline on this, the worst thing I could be doing is looking at women that are going to be in or around the same time as me that are in a normal prep process, in a normal strategy with, you know, not having to do the push or the grind as much as I am, because they're not trying to drop the same amount of body fat percentage in this shorter window. They've been doing it you know, as I would have done and as I do with my clients over a longer period, um, I would be freaking myself the fuck out if I was doing well, that. You just if I was looking at that. these women, I would be going, oh my God, I'm not going to be able to make it. This is insurmountable, this hill uh-huh. that I've got to climb and I can't possibly reach the top. And instead I'm like, no way. I'm like, I don't have time for that newsfeed. I don't have time to scroll that crap. I've got literally no time to scratch my own ass because my time is now taken up <laughs> with the calorie burn focus and I'm just ticking my boxes and I'm hitting every day and making sure my habits are done. And I just don't, you know what? I'm on it for a very specific short period of time. It is to do the job that I've got to do on social media, which is educate and basically promote and engage with the people that are engaging with me and answer questions, obviously, that's going to help them grow. But outside of that, I'm not on there. Outside of that, I don't go on. I don't look at anyone and I'm not interested to be quite honest with you. I'm not interested because all I can worry about is my race and what's in front of me. So this is a great segue because it shows that if you want to get the most out of yourself, your day, your life, your mood, your energy, and also your prep, don't follow people that will psych you out and maybe don't go spending time on social media that's not 
productive, valuable, and adding to your, you know, life in some way. And it should always be a revenue generating way if you're going to waste time on it at all. Because 100%. what's the point otherwise, right? So 100%. this was the, this was today's topic. We're going to be talking about social detoxing and why it's yeah. super important to just basically get a little <laughs> savage every now and again, ladies, and be like, see you later, or uh, you yes, ma'am, or I'm gonna I'm gonna make you invisible for a little while i'm not going to unfollow you because hey i might want your content later but for now i don't need to see your ass every day but i don't need to see anyone because sometimes okay and you guys i have been absent from social media for quite a bit since post-show and it's actually been quite intentional at the beginning it was unintentional and it then became quite intentional because i realized the benefits that i had while social media detoxing and the reason why we want to hit this today on social media detox is because we have so many clients worldwide that are living on social media including ourselves we're once talking as as well here that we have to live on social media to help our clients because we have to yeah we have to be a face for our brand we Mm. also you know have to be engaged with our audience and all of this takes a big toll and i will say the biggest toll that it takes is on our mental health and i i feel that the biggest trigger point here is you feeling lesser all it's comparison. The time. Always, always, always comparison. Yeah. It always hey, you know is what? life actually, comparison, not just I not just comparison, right? Like life comparison. Like she's got it better than me. He's doing this. Oh, she's, she's got the Louis bag, bag and she's 100%. on yachts and she's over here with the Gucci belt. I mean, you know how many clients tell me, but she has a Gucci belt. I'm like, who gives a shit about the fucking Gucci belt? Like, come on. Like she goes, but they get to post all these pictures and all these things doing the life. And it's like, guys, remember social media. Yeah, but you know what? Let, let, let me just let me just burst everyone's bubble for a hot <laughs> second. Because I can tell you now, the bitches on the boats, they probably hire them for a day, do a year's worth of <laughs> and they have you thinking that they're living that lifestyle 365, y'all. They're fucking not, mate. Like they're get not. get to the point where no. you realize that 95% of what you see is is a strategically fabricated and positioned real of someone's life it's not actually the facts or the day-to-day everything they really are positioning their brand so if they want you to think that way about them that's what they're posting it for man it doesn't mean that's how they're living by the product to be able to sell their name to be able to give you some type of fomo which leads me into this whole other realm of FOMO. What's FOMO? A lot of this, this word goes around so much and it's FOMO. And it's like, what the fuck is FOMO though? So FOMO is fear of missing out. And the fear of missing out creates this anxiety in this whole other realm yeah. of I'm not good enough and I'm not here yeah. when I'm there and I'm there, but I'm not here. Come on. Like this is a freaking big fake lie that we're just creating mm. ourselves really and it's saying i want to be here and then when you're there let's say you're the not actually is, present because you're watching something someone you're actually going in another space and you're like well i don't have that bag so now i'm not happy again like absolutely it's, 
It's Absolutely. just never ending circle that is the hamster on the wheel. And you're acting like I want to be over there with the greener is uh, the grass is greener on the other side versus I'm actually with all the things and assets that I need here by myself. But I'm and not you know what I think is that and I do this every single year, sometimes more than once. Um, and anyone that follows me can check out my page. I don't follow many people or many pages and I cull it quite frequently yes. and I refill it with different things. But what you'll notice is things that I follow outside of my immediate client base, which I always follow because I like to catch them out on the shit they do on the weekends. No, I'm, just <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. I just love to see I'm a Nazi cop, okay? Drag. And I, I support them. I watch your story just because I'm fucking- I saw what you had on the weekend, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> same, same, same. Everybody. I'm a ghost on the story sometimes. For that. <laughs> I just support their journey. But outside of that, like the things that I follow are literally fuel me. They fuel me in some way. They're feeding my mind. They're feeding my soul. They're educating or they're um, peers that I deeply respect and I'm supporting their journey and I'm promoting them as they promote me um, or it's partners, business partners that I have. Right. So that's literally it. I'm not interested in what Mary Jane down the road down the road doing. I'm not interested in old mate who's some freaking hotshot on TikTok's doing. I couldn't give a shit if it's not actually fueling me across the relevant things that add value to my life. What am I even looking at it for? If I want entertainment, I spend five minutes with fucking Christos. <laughs> Amen. I, to I spend that time with my son. Cool. You know what I mean? Like, I don't necessarily need social media for entertainment for me personally. I get that some people do, but I find that's the biggest time burn that there possibly is on the planet. But Ali, you, you nailed it though. I think a lot of people are looking for social media to give them entertainment. And then they lead into this whole realm of comparisons, which is a, yeah. it's a rabbit hole, but it's yeah. way more than that. I feel like social media creates lifestyle habits. It also creates yeah. this, you must look at your phone at certain times yeah. of the day. You rely on this tendency that you've created to check your social media doesn't yeah. matter. It's likes, it's for maybe publicity and maybe yeah. for your business. Don't get me wrong. Like social media is a vehicle for your business, right? Like it's yeah. to help you grow, but at the same time, it also is self-destructive <laughs> for your business or for yourself. So for yeah. your business itself, you could be comparing to other businesses. Yeah. So we may not be talking about a physical standpoint here and say that I'm comparing myself to Allie and then Allie looks better physically. I may be looking at Allie and being like, shit, her business is better than mine, right? Like, yeah, and you know what? That's actually a thing. That's a legitimate thing. I oh, totally. I hear, I hear clients totally. that are PTs, because obviously you're, you'll be the same. You have a lot of PTs, a lot of clients that are PTs yeah. or online coaches. And they'll, your they'll, they'll talk about that. They'll talk about how this person's doing so much better and blah, 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 all the, all the things. And I'm like, but you're still yes. just looking over the other lane. You're exactly. not focusing they're, on your lane. They're not you. You got to remember this. <laughs> Amen. They're not physically you. So even if they do X, Y, Z really great, play to your strengths and no one will ever beat you because they can't play your game. Only you can run that lane. So now uh, right? yes, focus only on that. And it doesn't matter what anyone else is doing. And, you know, like I'm a big believer that there are so many people on the planet and so many people that need help with health and fitness that there's enough for all of us to have enough money. Do you know what I mean? Like stop trying Success to be is so much around. the best and chew your way to the top because you don't need to do that. If you just continue to highlight what you do, 
finesse what you do and improve upon your service delivery, you'll never have anything to worry about. This is the end of the line, you know, like just keep focusing on you do you boo, right? Um, ah, but beyond that, you know, we had these conversations with clients today and I actually had to get like fucking hard alley conversation up in the chat where I'm like, stop it, just don't. Because we've got a few that are, you know, looking at what other people are doing in prep with food. And I'm like, yeah, that's fine. She's 25 years younger than you and eating two and a half, you know, eating two and a half thousand calories coming to stage because her off season is nearly 4,000 calories. And she's a fucking ectomorph who runs through carbs like it's water. Like, and they may also compare. have more muscle mass in you. So how can you compare to someone that has more muscle yeah. mass and there's someone else, more food? There's someone else who has significant limitations in food and right. is looking at another girl and going, well, she's eating this and this and this. I'm like, yeah, because she can, for starters, you can't. And then secondly, where we started her prep will look very different to you. And she has about 10 kilos of muscle on you. Like, so again... You cannot be doing that. You cannot be looking at a social media platform and being like, okay, well, there's something wrong with what I'm doing or my way is not right because you've got to remember that everything people post is an individual thing for starters and you don't understand all the other variables. You don't know where they're sitting in their off season. You don't know their metabolic health and their metabolic history. You don't know whether or not they're doing an 800 calorie burn so they can yes. actually eat a lot more than you you know what i'm saying like there's a hundred percent i think with social media it's it's a double-edged sword on so many levels and it's something where you've got to recognize where is my headspace at it at this point in time and how healthy am i right now mentally am i capable of actually assessing with logic someone doing something different to me or being in a, a different spot or maybe even already having what I'm trying to attain for myself without jealousy. Can I look at that? Um, if that not, great, don't man. look yeah. at it, get it out of your feed or get off your feed altogether for a little bit. Okay. Right? This was exactly what I was going to mention next is guys, if you're feeling any of these things, anxiety, starting to feel that this, this app, whether if it's Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, any of the apps that are, I don't know, Twitter or any of the ones that you open and give you any sense of anxiety, you need a detox because that means your brain is wired to accumulate the stress. The cortisol is rising oh. the moment you even open the app. You don't even have to see anything. That just means your body is pre-sensing that you're already going to enter a realm of anxiety, of overwhelming anxiety, of like you not knowing whether you fit, you don't, you don't know what to do, you don't know what is next, you don't even know what's reality in general for your own life. And if this is you, any of the things that I've said, you're feeling, you need to get off of social media because it's not reality. You need to come in yeah. tune with your, your own reality. That means your own self. That means what yeah. you like about yourself away from social media, not what somebody is influencing yeah. you to think that you like about yourself. And not- hey, if you're following people where, where you're looking at them and going, and let's just say they might be the polar opposite to you, right? Like say, say you're a mom who's got stretch marks. You've got the tiger prints down the front mm-hmm. of your abs and you're looking at all these 20 all years you are, never had kids that don't have any blemishes whatsoever. How relevant is that to your journey and how positive is that mm. on your mental 
sexual space. Not at all. Like actually get Very really powerful. real and start following women who have had multiple kids that are doing what you want to do that look somewhat similar to you. Or, Realistic. You, yes. or at least make you feel good about yourself and knowing that you can attain these things and that you don't need to be perfect. And there's nothing that's wrong that. with having a stretch mark or a little bit of cellulite or something that's an imperfection, right? So again, I'll keep bringing it back to you, you know, you really need to stay in the realm of what's relevant for you and going to keep you healthy, right? Like, I don't think that triggers, if yeah, anything triggers your mind. Yeah, exactly. I don't think you should be watching something that you know is going to make you feel even shitter about something you're already picking on yourself about. So but we keep talking about worse. self, you know, obviously diagnosing, comparison, all of the above. But what do we really do with a lot of social media is waste fucking time, right? Like 100%. what are you being? Are you being productive? Nah. Like you're just 100%. wasting time scrolling and, and really involving yourself in somebody else's life that do they do service to you? Do they hey, help? You? Do they, you I mean, can unless see. it's an educational post, but you can see on your phone, right? Your social media usage. Okay, but that's hours wasted. I'm being honest. I just want to throw this out there. Everyone listening to this, jump on your phone right now and have a look at how much time you currently spend on your social media apps. I reckon you will probably be like, holy shit. What can you do with those extra five hours, eight hours? I (laughs) hope they're not 12 hours, gosh. But, you know, within a range, the average person spends between three to eight hours, which blows my mind. It blows my mind. Okay, so that's a part-time job. And then also a a kind of full-time job, okay? From three to eight. Three is a part-time, three to four is part-time. Eight is full-time here in the States, okay? Unless you're actually- Week. Unless you're actually <laughs> earning money from social yes! media, and it's actually you should like not be on that much model, you should not be <laughs> okay. Which is, this is what leads to my next thing. If you don't get paid to be a social media manager, a social <laughs> media content creator, a social media influencer through sponsorships, through actual companies that pay you to be influencers, then what the hell are you doing? Spending eight hours a day, four hours a day on social media, living through other people's lives. Honestly, what can you do with your life in those extra hours? The gap that you could feel. Okay. So that's what I've been doing. I've been been focusing these last four weeks post-show essentially on getting my life together, my shit together, organizational things, like cleaning my closet out, cleaning my house, things that I didn't have time for before, because guess what? I was on social media. I was literally (laughs) spending hours on social media, just trying to respond to DMs, respond to comments, trying to post and engage and all the things. And you know what? Yes, they're part of my business. They're part of what I need to do. But at the same time, they were taking a toll on my mental health. They were taking a toll on my time management for my day-to-day activities that I needed to get done. Not just- Also, they're distracting you and they're also detracting from your relationships, right? You're not being able to be present with your family and your loved ones as much as- So my family was affected. My mom, my dad, my sister, my friends. Like, I had a big relationship. 
And an, an example of what we're just talking about right now is, and I sometimes feel a little guilty for it because you know you have to do certain amount of things and certain times and whatever else. Yeah, you know, yeah we all have it drummed into us, especially those of us that are actually, you know, we're oh, on social media, online, yeah. right? Um, I actually had the entire weekend where we went to Canberra just recently for Bobby to meet Nick, his uncle, for the very first time. His first time? His very first time because he just got home from the US oh Open. Gosh. Gosh, you know what? Did any of you see it or know about it? Nope, because I didn't put any of it on my social media. I just I decided that. that from Thursday through to you know Tuesday when we got home, I just didn't. I didn't post pictures of the but Ali. This is what I love the lunch we had. I didn't post privacy time. Like, exactly, being able exactly. to get some privacy from social media, 100%. like it's a nice break. And it's yeah. not reality what you see online. So what you're posting is semi-reality. You're like trying to put your best photos, your best videos, mm-hmm. your best things. And it's not, unless you're doing an alley type of documentary here where I love being able to follow a page like Allie's where she's documenting the hards, the lows mm-hmm. of the prep. She's documenting the actual ins and outs that she's struggling with and the highs, the you know, the good parts. But at the same time, you get to go to her page and be pretty realistic with what she's going going through there's yeah. so many pages that you go to and you cannot you cannot even yeah they're like, all they're all filtered and a you pregnant know, woman that she gets pregnancy and looked like she was perfect giving birth and it's like <laughs> it, it, i know that's not real like come on and then you're telling me you didn't have a freaking baby stomach tuck like and i know what we're seeing with ali it's real it's able, you know, to see day to day, week to week. So it's reality. And I think a lot of the pages that we do follow in Ali's right, you just have to follow them. But there's a lot of the times, why are we spending this amount of time on social media trying to follow pages that don't even, again, pay us? Because if they're not paying you, are you just wanting to be an intern for them? And ask yourself this question, because I'm kind of like, scrolling. Oh I'm, yeah, I'm just like a free intern, right? Because you're an intern for these people just to be their followers and engaging, engaging yeah. party, right? So yeah. what we're really trying to say here is social media detox is essential for those that are starting to get overwhelmed, very mm-hmm. big on maybe not feeling like their life is where they need to be. Because if you're not living in your life and present in your life, how can you really be sure that this is the life you're trying to create? You're just in someone else's life. You're trying to be the girl on the yacht with the Louis and the Gucci and all the stuff. And you're trying to not look inward and you see know what I think whenever I see those posts and those pages, all I think is man, you got a lot of growing up to do. Like that's, that's my immediate, my, my immediate thought is you have a lot of growing up to do because if that's all you value, your life is pretty fucking shallow. Like there but you is, know what, Ali, what's so fucking unfortunate you know I mean? is that the, the, a hundred percent, I agree, but like the where's your loved ones? Is, is that the life that we're trying to uh, emulate or whatever these girls are doing, right? It's really what the society wants. And this is what the Basically. big picture here is, is that everyone's trying to do what the main population of the world is wanting to like and wants. So the Gucci and the Louis and the yachts is what the main of this world, right? No matter what and country you're got, in, that's you what people, they fantasize. Then you got people then, like me that own the Gucci's, the Louis, the whatever. Right, and, and that's getting okay. always in tights and sweats. That's and what I was going to say next. In reality, the people that have 
the you know real you know obviously luxury type yeah. of items don't and live post that way. About them all the time. don't post about it yeah. it's those that are trying to mimic it and don't get me wrong there's nothing wrong with designer there's nothing wrong with living no with, but i know, get what you're saying it shouldn't be life. the only thing on your feed though you know like it it kind of makes me go yeah like it makes I, other other people like lesser my first thought is you have a lot of growing up to do. And I, and I know that because I think and I reflect back on myself in my very early 20s when I thought that was important stuff, right? And I was accumulating yeah. it and I would have been a lot more flashy with it back then. Now it doesn't mean the same things to me. It's like, it's just something that I have. It's something that, I, you know, I'm, I'm proud of myself for being able to acquire them, sure. But I don't have to rub them in people's faces. I don't have to wear them all the time. I don't have to post about them. You know, it's, it's just a different space you sit in. And the things that I think I'd rather spend my money on now uh, investments and property and the things that accumulate oh, yeah. don't decrease in wealth. So it's a different mindset. And all I think to myself now is, man, you have growing up to do because you need to mature past these things that are going to decline in value versus the things, you know, that, that add value to your life or appreciate in value over your lifetime. Right. So it's a totally different mindset. And I think it's maybe that's something that comes with age. Sure. I don't know, but uh, I, just, I wouldn't say at the risk of sounding like a dinosaur right now. I, I, I was going to say, though, it's not age because let me tell you, I've seen people that are barely turning 40, 50, 60 and barely hitting their 20s, quote unquote, oh, with my wow, coach, okay. right? Like that they're barely trying to like do the fancy and all the other stuff, flashy stuff. And it's like, again, it's materialistic and Things yeah. that are materialistic can make someone feel a certain way, like really good about themselves because they, they've, they're proud of how far they've come economically. Right. But also other people that maybe don't have those economic finances yeah. and levels are actually feeling lesser from these individuals than yeah. actually feeling like, Oh, you know, that's what a, I want. I've actually got a friend that's like this. I've got a friend that, you know, is still in that space of, um, you know, flashy flashy, flashy. Yeah. If, you, if you turn up to one of their events it's like if you're not wearing on brand on point you know you're the only one there that's not and it's you know it's like that and yeah. I, Kim know, style it's, and only, the yeah, it's style. like that and it's the only time that I sort of look at it and think oh wow I'm so glad I'm beyond this part of my life like oh, I'm so glad I'm being there way you know what though that's not reality as much as they try to make it reality it's not and and be and, and besides the point guys like this is social media detox and I feel like the social media detox that we're talking about is if any of the things that we're talking about makes you feel a certain way and you're starting to get yeah. anxiety when you're on social media, you're not being productive. You can be a lot more productive by being offline because you're spending too much time living through other people's lenses. Yeah. You really want to look in and actually start trying to allocate some of this time that you're spending on social inward towards the things that you can well, be better at. Life, to bridge for the example, gap, right? On the things that oh, you think someone else has, just work well, on those things rather than sitting there. That for sure. You got to work right? on those inner things or yeah. guess what? Get a little more present in your life because yeah, most of the time that true, we're just true. stuck on our phone and living through the lens, we are just so wrapped up. How many times maybe you're at a dinner and all you're doing is checking your oh phone? Oh my God, I can't. Like, I oh, that's really one of my biggest pet peeves. Like, I really struggle when people do that. I'm like, Oh, it's one of my biggest pet peeves because yeah, you're just sitting there scrolling on yeah. your phone at a dinner means you, you cannot be present at a dinner. We're just eating 
and having a you know drink and you cannot be present, that means that your mind and your life is stuck inside social media so much that you cannot actually spend real have time. Ever, have you ever done that that thing where you go to a restaurant and you literally just sit and watch people and you just see how I many do, all the time sit there and they're all both the like this in their fucking phone across from yeah. each other not talking time. Like, oh wow but that also comes with just our day-to-day society how we're so involved in our phone and how we just have life pass by us by us just being in our screens and yeah. us not realizing we're not being present so being present has been one of the things that i've really appreciated the most oh, isn't it my good? family yeah. oh my god when i take those four days off of my stories and off of sharing yes. it, I come back and I'm fresh. I'm like, oh hell yeah. Okay. Now I'm I'm motivated to actually get back. No refreshing. Yeah. You feel like your focus is there. I feel like, okay, it's just to give you guys a little recap of kind of where my brain was. I was like brain fried. I was like over it. I just was like, uh uh-uh. Every time I hopped on, I was like, "Mm mm-mm. I don't feel it. I'm actually feeling more overwhelmed with this app than anything. So I've actually taken a good little social media detox. And guess what? The benefits have been wonders. I have felt so much better, not just mentally, but at the same time, I've been so much more present within my life. I've got so many things organized. I've got so many things cleaned out. I've cleaned out my closet. So many things that I need. And to then you know out. what? That, it just makes you feel like you're so uh, much cleaner, fresher. Like there's like oh. a weight that gets taken off you, right? So your oh, lifestyle, the freer. There's there's room and expansiveness now to step into new stuff, right? And that doesn't mean you step in. You go clean your wardrobe out so you can go online shopping and. Oh, girl, I already did that. Again. Don't worry. And don't okay, get I, I, I stuff. You're a shopaholic. I feel like we need to have like a confessions of a shopaholic episode where we actually get like to see inside your closet and all the shenanigans of the things you hide. You really want to see my closet because I swear the most. I reckon that's exactly what it would be like. You are so funny. I love this. I love this. It's been great though. All I've done is clean everything out of my house. I've done interior design. Like what I mean is like just spruce things up. Like we've done curtains, like shower curtains, rugs, and just a couple things to make it. You're actually getting the, the detail in your life. So you're seeing the detail rather than just skimming over everything, right? And just I making feel present. I yeah. feel like I'm in my home. I feel like I'm actually here yeah. and I'm yeah. and taking all of the benefits of me doing these small little things. And yeah. you know what? The best, the best possible thing has been spending time with my family, being 100%. present with right. my actual loved ones. I, that I yeah. was just like, okay, I'm hungry. I got to go eat my meal. Bye-bye. I have so, to go to sleep. <laughs> on the detox side of things, you know, like what we're talking about too is not that you necessarily need to cut yourself completely from social media. As we're sort of talking about, you might choose, like for me, I have days of the week where I just specifically don't get on it much. And then when I do do family trips, not every single one, but most of them, I'll stay offline for. I won't actually share much. I'm just super, super present and engaged. Um, but I even have a hiatus from not just my Instagram, but also like my WhatsApp and my messenger feed. All of it. In the days where Technology I want to be present. Correct, correct. Where I want to be present with 
Christos and George. And for me, it's usually a day where I will still be programming. So I'll be in the system in my, you know, spreadsheet, working. in my system, oh, yeah. working, but I'm not on anything else. And a Thursday is my day for that. And then I um, 100% stay off shit on a Saturday, Sunday, because they're our family time. And I find that when I have those moments where I go completely rogue, completely off, Oh my God, it's usually just because I have been overwhelmed by the necessity to physically do these things because I have to, and I lose the love of what I'm doing in the moment too, whether that's, you know, prepping or, you know, to do with, you know, anything physical, like just even catching up with friends, like the the shit that you think you have to be sharing all the time. It's really nice sometimes to just go, you know what, the world doesn't need to know what I'm putting on my fucking salad today, mate. And they don't need to know what pair of socks I'm using. Guess what? I can leave my handbag at home and it doesn't need to be a feature on the table at the breakfast. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't have to be. It can just be for me and who I'm with. And that's all that matters today. And that's the prize that we're doing. I love though, like to me, the most actual valuable time I can give someone is privacy and give them a hundred percent, my, my hundred percent attention my actual presence and be there in the moment because that is invaluable to any human. And if you really think of relationships, how are they built? It's Mm. built through actual time, affection, and trying to be there for that individual. And I feel like we lose this disconnect so much through social media. We have these fake friends. We have these fake, you know, obviously, and I mean fake because they're just social media people. Are they there if you die, if you're in a jail or if you fucking get caught? Yeah, but you know what? I mean it though. Can you call them up and they can come get you? it'll be connection with you because they think there's going to be some sort of give back. So, you know, them connecting on your page and engaging and then you connect. SFS. Shout out for shout out. It's all that shit that you get. And then what I always get clients say is this, they're always like, oh, you know, she's really nice. I chat to all the time on social media. And then they meet them at a show and they, they just walk straight past them. Don't even acknowledge them. They're like, um, what the fuck? And I'm like, well, that's because that's who they actually are. That's who they are. Susie, that's all, you know, nice to you because it's going to benefit their page. So being so naive, <laughs> so like it's true. So you are fact. hitting the nail on the head. There are such a thing as it's fake level, friends. It's social level media. fake friends. Right, exactly. And it's, it's the circle that you create on social media that then you feel this credibility or I don't know, relevancy over these people. Oh, I have so-and-so that messages me. Oh, let's just put it for an example. This is really random, but- this is an account that always messages mine and I find really weird. And if you guys hear him or see a DM from him, just don't respond. Like Marlon Wayans, like he's a comedian and like, come what? on, he hits on my Instagram. Really? <laughs> Marlon Wayans hitting me up all the freaking time trying to like. That is so again, funny. Like, again, he's a big time comedian. Yeah, like, all, I, all I think of is more money, more money. Or all I think is <laughs> white chicks, bro. Like, all I think so is funny. white chicks, like the movie. Yeah, and this so guy funny. in the freaking DMs being so slimy. So, and I know it's his account because it's the same account that everybody hey, reports. He's all like, 
Like no shit, he's old. He's an old time comedian. He's in a white chain. To be doing that kind of behavior, it's like oh, woman. Well, all he does is sends DMs because he's Marlon Wayans. He's gonna get a lot of oh, he's gonna get not just away with it. But I'm sure he gets a lot of chicks, man. Like, I'm, sure I'm sure he, he does too. I'm sure he does too. Left and right, like he was a big deal back in the day, and he also, you know, it was pretty. Deep. It's like if Kevin Hart does it in yeah, ten years, years, right? Like I'm just saying, right. like they're pretty big comedians but it, it's just not like guys social media is not real and you no. cannot think that whoever's hitting on you whoever's just trying to create a relationship with you online is real and i don't want to say that actual relationships aren't built online because i've had oh, some they can be. Yeah, they can some be, most genuine relationships yeah. across the globe and all actual like relationships you know with you know partner to partner but it's very rare to see it versus just the fake friendship that we yeah. see online that yeah. is just like, hey, girlfriend, I like, you know, support what you do. But at the same time, I'm not going to die for you. Of course, they're not going to die for you. Why would they yeah, die for you? Right. Yeah. Like, so knowing that, again, social media is not a hundred percent real you're going to make some good connections social media is to connect yeah. with others yeah. and the thing is that sometimes we realize and maybe don't realize social media when we connect with so many people we lose connect with real people and when we lose connection yeah. with real people we can't be social yeah. in real life we're only no, social no, exactly right on social media actually you know what i i can think of and i'm definitely i know so many people that are names. like this i'm definitely not going to name names but i'm, I'm not sorry. either i'm not going to call them out I but three or four very high oh my god it's national international names when you get them in person they're fucking retarded oh, i already know who you're talking like about they're so <laughs> they cannot string a sentence together they literally they're, they're terrible in a social setting I've yep. got some, I've got a few that I know. Oh, I, I already know who about. you're talking about and, and because we've met like, them. And- <laughs> you, you don't understand these people. like you, Because guess what? They record themselves a thousand times before they put it out there to you. And if they record themselves a thousand times before they put it out on their page, that means that they're so already so insecure about themselves yeah. that they had to retake a thousand times the yeah. actual. Or they're, or they're not comfortable to just wing it and they're not comfortable to have something that might be 80 percent there not 100 percent perfect and actually be real you know what i mean like and most likely they're not social honestly right like if you just said we're not able to really get because they're stuck inside their phone on their social media all the time rather than don't be that person like be social with real people be there for your family your friends your partner your kids the people that are super important in your life and then social media comes after. Yeah, if that really social that. media takes over your actual life, your I also actual think too, if you're living a real life, you actually have more content to create because you have more conversations, mm-hmm. there's more situations, there's more reflections, there's so much more stuff from life you can then go and share and be like, hey, look, I was having this conversation with people the other day. This is something's been popping up or I've been noticing this. And you can literally start a conversation online about it. And it's a much more engaging and a much more it's a productive conversation than a boat in a handbag, people. Oh, yeah. And you know what? The productivity that we lose, because what you just said was great. We we gain something out of social media there, but what if we really lever and balance out the gains and the losses that we have from social media here, 
it's mainly time. And we mainly lose time unless we go back to actually making money on social media, having sponsors pay you, having maybe companies that are, you know, obviously correct. Like maybe they're giving you some actual items to be able to put on your page. That's again, a sponsored post. So it doesn't mean they actually give you physical money. Although that is what sponsorship means. They would actually pay you to do the post, but some sponsorships work with giving products and just being able to post a product. Right. So that is part of the branding deal. But if you're not on there doing these things to obligation reasons, then why are you trying to just live on social media, be a non-paid influencer and just be an intern and work for free? You're spending spending eight hours a day. I'm doing pretty, pretty average here from four to six, you know, for, for you to just be wasting the time that you can spend on your life, building the life that you're trying to be on social media. So whether if that is to build your business, (laughs) go spend some time hitting some doors, making some sales, making some calls, hitting the phone, or if social media is a platform for you to be able to get out and do some business outreach, then outreach on social media rather than trying to just surf social media. So there is a way to use social media to your advantage. But if you're just sitting there surfing, scrolling, wasting your time, and it's hurting your mindset, it's hurting your actual productivity. Yeah, you need to get off do a at least a seven day detox. But if I really highly recommend how long did you go off? How long did you go 30, 30 days, 30 days, days. nothing. So no, let me, let me, let me clarify because I actually have a business on there. So I couldn't just go like hiatus hundred <laughs> percent, like is. but I made myself post-show, yeah. post-show. I was already so inactive. Like I was already like practically lost from it because I was just so overwhelmed with the amount of DMs and comments and everything that had came through post-show. So then I'm like, you know what, Seth, just don't stress out about the feedback yeah. and all the stuff like let yourself actually get better. Cause I got sick. And afterwards, after two weeks after I'm like, you know what, this feels good to not really be on. And then the moment I went back on, I was like overwhelmed. I was so stressed yeah. out. I got this very big cloud of just judgment on myself, like just for my own life. Doesn't yeah. mean nobody else. This yeah, meant nobody else. It was just my own cloud. Like, no, this is just not the place I need to be right now. No. And knowing that you have those moments and understand that we all get it. Don't feel pressured. Don't feel like you got to be somewhere at a certain time. You just know you get that type of feeling. Just get off, get yeah. off. Yeah. I got off. I was able to kind of set and Carrie was able to kind of get off on for myself and just do a couple stories and stuff. I'm like, just, I would tell them kind of what I would want a couple things here and there that I knew I needed to get up. And that was it. I literally just yeah, stayed off, stayed good. off guys. The break has done me wonders because now guess what? I'm more motivated again to come back on. Yeah, I'm motivated that's what I mean. That's back. actually what it does. I think it, 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 rein, it reinvigorates you and it lets yes. you, oh, it lets you have conversations around the things you've learned though in your time off too. I just felt lost. I felt lost. Even I must be like, what do I give? What do I say? What do I want? What is it that I'm trying to even do here? And it, what is it you want to accomplish with it even, right? uh So taking that step back has allowed me to not just reassess, 
my actual vision for my social media, but also what I want to put across as my message. Yeah, so okay. now I'm, I'm able to, you know, go back on, not feel so pressured and, and just go and give whatever it is that, you know, I want to give versus before I felt pressured to do a certain thing. Yeah. So now time back. And I know I've said that a lot, but leading into prep, I felt like that was already building up. So after prep, after the show, it built up to a point I was like, okay, I don't know what I've been running from. I don't know what it is that I've been actually accumulating. And I figured it out. I'm like, oh, this fucking social media. God damn it. I'm going to get rid of you for a little bit. And see what happens. And you know what? I feel so much better. And I might I need to do this after my show, maybe by the time I get you should. Out, like because you'll be burnt out by that point. And that's the that's that's what I dealt with. Like I felt like leading into the show, I was already just like, why do I feel like all my ends are essentially burnt out? And it was for me, and I'm sure. Allie, you'll end up on the same scenario here. Yeah. It's because so you're having to detail and document all your stuff. Um, you're going to be burnt out with social. But hey, go take a trip and then be able to, you know, reinvigorate yeah, exactly right. a little small trip. Exactly and, now right. I'm back, and now I got my shit back together. I'm caught up with all work and a new month is coming. And what is a new sense of a new refreshment? you know, month and good. I feel like good. it's coming, it's coming what next week. So we're good. Right. Next good. week right. is already a, a new month, October. So ah, breaking out months rolling around. Cause it's like, oh, I, <laughs> <laughs> doing great, Allie. I'm excited <laughs> to keep watching your, you know, progress Well, on that note, I'm going to close out our session so I can go and get this check-in done and find out exactly what I've achieved in the last week. Yeah. <laughs> go get those metrics then, uh, done. Get, get the laser focus on for the next week with the new targets for what I want to drop in the following week. So hey, if you haven't been following Allie, she's been posting all of her progress yeah. and updates leading up to Atlantic City, which yeah. is December 3rd. And she is documented at all. So go and give her a follow and make sure you're you know, yep. watching stories she's making sure you know she's keeping up to date so i'm i'm excited ali keep killing it woman Thanks, you're doing awesome thank you're leading you. from the front love thank it thank you thank you so thank don't, you all for don't, don't detox on my journey by any means everyone can keep following that no please <laughs> if anything i would just probably maybe go on to watch ali's just to get a little motivated and then cop back oh, off but good, don't go watch good. all that other bullshit that we have <laughs> on social media yeah. All right, guys, I Not hope good. that that has actually given you um, a little bit of food for thought. And um, for some of you, I hope it gives you the nudge you need to actually, you know, take the blue pill and check out the matrix for a little while, because I think it's probably necessary if you're starting to feel a bit, you know, angst with it. Um, but until next week, everybody, we will see yes. you soon. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thank you for listening. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Queen Divas, Queens of Fitness podcast. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Queen Divas Pod, on Twitter at Queen Divas 4, and follow our hosts on Instagram, Alicia at Alicia Gowans underscore WBFF Pro, and Steph at Stephanie Ayala 7. See you all next week.